Hey, this is Naza Kawaja, and here's my story that I'm sharing on the Trep Life podcast. Let's stay connected. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Naza underscore K. That's at N-A-Z-H-A-H underscore K. Follow The Demurist on Facebook and Instagram. And listen in on our podcast where we like to address and dismantle taboo topics. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Sincerely us and of woman nature. If there's one message that I can leave you with, it would be to do you. Be true, be humble, work hard, and do you. I am an individual. I am a mompreneur. I am a leader. I am a trap star. Welcome to the Trap Life Podcast. We will dive into the immersive worlds of entrepreneurship, empowerment, and empathy with an emphasis of hip-hop culture. All of these concepts will be dissected and connected via a historic lens. Prepare for an engaging transformation. Just a friendly reminder, if you experience value and insight from Trap Life, support the movement by liking, subscribing, and sharing the podcast. You are instrumental in our impact and influence on the world. Here at Trap Life, we wish you peace and vision on your journey. Trap Life Equations, E to the third, H squared equals Trap Life. Entrepreneurship plus empowerment plus empathy, history plus hip-hop. So we are in for another exciting episode of the Trap Life podcast. I am here with a uh, triple threat uh, guest that we have today. I don't know what episode this will be, but it will definitely be a part of season one as we are wrapping up and chasing 50 episodes. So without further ado, our guest for today. Hi, Naza here. Thank you so much for having me on um, this unknown number of episode. I'm uh, yes. very excited to be a guest. And um, uh, did you say 100? No, wow. 50, oh, 50, 50. 50, okay, okay. 50. We're not that. <laughs> it might be a while till we hit 50. <laughs> Wonderful, though. Wonderful. Twenty twenty goals. Yeah, you got it. You you got that. Oh man, I'm not even there yet. Like, don't talk about twenty twenty. Come on, we're still in. It's around the corner. No, it's not. No, 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 no. We need. We need like Thanksgiving. We need. No, we need Halloween. We need Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Christmas. There. Christmas. (laughs) Wow. We're saying goodbye to twenty nineteen. (laughs) <laughs> not yet not yet not until like not until d-day we're, 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 i mean it's like the night's not over but <clears throat> yes. you know the dance is over <laughs> i still hear the music look as long as i hear the music you're still hearing the, the music <laughs> it, it's, the dj said this is the last song no 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 i'll take over get ready the DJ. for the after party <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to get home, but you got to get out of here. Got to leave calm sometime. <laughs> but um, that's hilarious. No, thank you so much for having me. I am Naza. Uh, I am a women editor for the Demurist. We are an online fashion blog. Um, we are conscious women, wanting to promote um consciousness in all um category so we started out as a fashion blog but we talk about um we've kind of branched out so we talk about women's issues we talk about ethical fashion 
Um, we talk about insecurities. We talk about empowering yourself, empowering the mind, um, remaining healthy for yourself in order to be a healthy member of society. Um, I am also a uh, dance fitness instructor. So I teach um, Zumba and also some variations. I teach um, in my own uh, just routine that I've created. Um, I do that. I also um, I work in the behavioral health industry. And um, what else? I'm an events coordinator for a couple nonprofit organizations. So um, I help with some outreach projects and um, just uh, help how I can, you know, when I can. So, um, yeah. So what don't that's... you do? <laughs> I don't sleep. So I haven't slept. Yeah. I, oh, I'm also a mom of two. Uh, I have an eight-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, so I haven't slept in eight years, basically. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, um, it's you fun stuff. You have a boy stuff. and a girl, right? I have a boy and a girl. My eight-year-old is the boy. The four-year-old is um, the girl, but she's actually, you know, going on like 13 um, girls these days. These little girls really run run the world. They really do. Ever since Beyonce dropped that song. You know. <laughs> they really got the message, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah it resonated with them. So, yep. <laughs> yep, no, that's in me. In their lifetime, mm-hmm. they've seen a woman run for president well in your daughter's lifetime yeah you know, so. yes i hope so they- she runs for president yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's com- that's that's the next step i think and, i think you we're can be the chief of staff oh that would be great oh she would hate manager. she would actually she would hate that probably she would be like uh mom, no, mom I'm I gonna got- be yeah <laughs> she's like i can finally be your boss no get out she would she would probably kick me out just saying <laughs> like payback right like payback. man all those times you put me in timeout made me clean my room <laughs> didn't let me do what i want didn't let me listen to the music i wanted to listen to mom yeah she's she's actually good at the cleaning it's my son that i need to oh my gosh i'm just like he he's the one that i have to like you know he's good with like the guard he's take, good with taking out the trash he's good with yeah. Um, yeah, like picking up after himself, but it's just like, for some reason, it's like the cleaning and I give him something like a paper towel or something. I'm just like, okay, time to wipe the windows or the, or the countertops. And he's just like, man, he really wants to do something else. Yeah. Um, she's okay I, with the cleaning. I feel him on that. You feel him on that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Did you have to get, and then he's like trying to like tell me he needs to get paid for his job. Oh, no. hell no, that's not happening. Yeah. I tried to broker that too i tried to get a union together with my sister you know and say hey mom yeah and you know my mom you know did uh a lot of contract and union labor law and taught that at business school and stuff like that so oh cool uh you know me trying to tell her about unions and organizing She's you know. like, let me sit you down and tell you something. Like, let me talk to you about something. You know, she would take let me to classes with her sometimes when she was teaching. So I was like, let me write um... this whole note down. <laughs> no. She knows how to get around all of that. So she's she like, just, just try like... me. Just try me with, yeah. with what you got. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, like, let's see what um, you got. Well, I'll come back later. <laughs> you know. 
May I have some time to to present my argument? You need yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> right uh, up the draft. I'll take that under advisement, oh, <laughs> counselor. You know, yeah. So yeah, that didn't work. It was you know, we were working for free, unfortunately. <laughs> or fortunately, no. it built character. <laughs> you were helping yourself. You know, I, I love when people are just like, "Oh, you want me to help you with it? How about you help yourself? Yes. Pick up your own stuff." And, you know, clean what you got to clean because you made the mess. You're not helping me out. You're actually helping yourself out with that one. No. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Like I said, I, I feel your son. I, I, feel, I feel where he's coming from. <laughs> I understand his state of mind. <laughs> well, I'll just make sure you and him do not have a conversation about this. Not, ever. <laughs> ever. Ever in life. <laughs> now we can't even be friends. I can't ever be kids. <laughs> I'm gonna tell them never to clean ever. But yes, I, I will be. Yeah, that I'll brings be, me to mm-hmm. that article. Well, it wasn't quite about that, but it was about gender roles oh. and um, talking about how certain uh, parts of the body are not needed for cooking. <laughs> no, we can't say it, right? We can't say it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you can say it. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Yes, but, the vagina is not needed for cooking, basically, is what the article is about. Yes, thank yes. you for reading. I do yes. appreciate um I do I really appreciate like your style the of writing. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that because some people hmm, well it's just I don't know, you know, like expression it, it's is definitely expression. not for everyone, but <laughs> I think that's how you like kind of sort out how mm-hmm. people feel about things. Like Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. and it's okay if it's it's not for everyone. That's I, I don't write it for everyone, so that's but, okay. Yeah, that's the purpose. Like, yeah, I I don't read things that are for everyone. That, yeah. That's not appealing to me. You know. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's what's beautiful about like expression and just freelance journalism, really, and these op ed pieces that you come across. It's like, yeah, it's very just raw, and it's very, it's very telling of like, um, the per you know you. you you're able to kind of um you're able to kind of figure figure not not figure a person out not not in that sense but you're just able to kind of understand like where the person's coming from a little bit about like some of their background maybe like their experiences you know um and i just like how op-ed pieces i just like how freelance journalism is uh i think these days as opposed to a couple maybe even like a decade ago where there were there was a lot uh there were limited um you know sites that would be willing to publish pieces uh so i think this is a nice a nice time for for freelancers to kind of uh branch out and um and put their stuff out there so i i, I do want to come back to the article but i do mm-hmm. want to ask you this question um so i don't personally feel i i never call myself a journalist or anything like that even though i have i i'd say i try to uphold journalistic integrity mm-hmm. in what I do and have a certain standard okay. but with that being said what do you think about this certain state of journalism because you were saying how even 10 years ago it was more op-ed wasn't as a, of a popular um, presentation or style of writing <clears throat> I just I just, to currently yeah I think kind of um like what we do with the Jamirist um you know we're an online fashion blog but like I said we we talk about lots of 
different topics. And I think I see that. I see that trend now. Um, I see websites uh, that are open to um, talking identity, talking um, just, you know, this com- you know, sometimes very complicated and very complex um, uh, topics. Um, people are reading that. And I think I, you see the diversity um, around you, but you also see it online too. And, and the, I guess that's what I mean when I say um, I just think that the, that the scene is, uh, is more diverse. And um, I appreciate that because, uh, you know, you want to go online and you want to read an article that sounds like you, <laughs> you know, you don't want to, you know, you want to, you, you need that representation. And I think I, I think I see, I see that now um, more than ever. Um, and, and it's nice. It's nice to come, it's nice to come across that. So speaking of representation, um, let's get more into your background. So tell us more about yourself. Sure. So I'm uh, born and raised in Chicago, the best city in the world, by the way. I am a Cubs fan, so I'm not a big sports person. However, I am a Cubs fan and a Bears fan, just because, like, you have to be. Yeah. Not a Bulls fan? <laughs> um, I, I used to be whenever, you know. When, it, when they when, were good. When they were Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. No, but it I wasn't see. just when they I were see. good. I just, there's no, there's, uh, it's. There was, you know, there was a lot of unity, like, at that time. I I don't know how else to describe it. Like, he was together. They were winning. So were you a Blackhawks (laughs) fan recently, too? No, 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 no. no. I I don't enjoy hockey at all. Okay. I, yeah. I have my own. Let me ask you this. I'm biased. Were you a fan during the time that Derrick Rose was playing? (laughs) Of course. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll. I'll accept that. Uh, you're, yeah. you're a legit fan. You're, you're 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 cool. Yeah, because even he brought that unity. I I just don't yeah. understand. Like I don't understand. Like the players are just they, they don't have the heart. They don't have the passion. Sometimes it seems. And I also think you know it doesn't help that like games are rigged and sports people are not going to be happy with my statement right now. But you know what? Like it's kind of it's too political for me. Like I think it's way too political. And that's why I that's why I don't enjoy watching sports, but I do have, you know, just love for for certain teams, especially the ones from Chicago. Or so only when the you ones say from... political, what do you mean? Do I just you mean, mean like the you know, standing, there's... the anthem, uh, the Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I just mean um in the way that uh you know, I just feel like it's it's all rigged, like, you know, this person like, they... like it's who you know, not what you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh yeah, and then you know if you look into like who owns this team and who you know i just i'm just like oh dear god it has a lot to do with it outside yeah 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 and that's the stuff that takes away from being you know just the integrity of this you know of sports and like sportsmanship and and the talent, oh, the amazing talent. Like, you can't just, you know, you, you can't just be in, a, in the National League of any sport, you know. Uh, those, those even hockey. Be, even hockey. 
<laughs> all right fine even hockey you know even even, hockey, yeah. hockey's not a sport in my opinion golf is not a sport in my opinion <laughs> golf is not a sport no golf no it's not a sport you know you like tap the ball and then i'm you're gonna create like... like a golfing event now <laughs> and invite you or i'll even hire you to, for a golfing event <laughs> just so you can organize it and so you have to come and then get other people to come how about that well if it's miniature golf i'm in i love mini. yeah i love miniature golf. <laughs> miniature golf should be the sport actually should be the sport rather yes. than yes you know, the standard it's golf. so much fun oh my god golf is not a sport like what is the point even like what is it you know but <laughs> i guess I, I just don't like how sometimes the social class aspect of like um a sport yeah yeah it's like come on leave that out you know leave it out and I, I just don't like when that happens you know and i see that in hockey i see that in golf and so that's why i refuse to acknowledge those two as sports mostly uh where else do i see it um but you know what i mean just when like people just standing around thinking like they i'm sorry i just don't like i that i just i just don't like that I think you're like really amusing. <laughs> like I'm really enjoying this conversation so far. Wonderful. So, yeah, you're definitely making me laugh a lot. So <laughs> very. I'm like trying to take the conversation in one way, but then you just start saying some things, and I'm like, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh no! Okay, let's let's go back. Let's go back. Let let's stick to I, like... I, I don't. We're we're here now. We're just gonna have fun. Yeah, and it's gonna be free flowing. Oh, I love it. And we're gonna just enjoy each other's thought process. I love it. I love our, it. Our so how do you? Horizons. Yes, yes. So tell me, tell me how you feel about golf. I would love about to know. Golf. Mm-hmm. Um, about golf, I think it's super boring to watch. Yes. Yes, thank you. For me, it's super boring to play. I don't yes. have a lot of interest in it. Mm-hmm. Um, although I will say, golf is the sport of business, and as a business oh, uh, person, I probably should take more of an interest in golf. I've tried in the past. My grandfather, uh, my paternal grandfather, is a uh, like a really good. <laughs> he was like a semi-pro <laughs> golfer, you know, like oh, almost. Wow borderline pro level um and he tried to my dad golfs my dad's not as good um mm-hmm. but yeah never really hit i guess I, I, I don't get invited out i don't get invited, <laughs> you don't get invited, invited out. yeah i don't mm-hmm. own a set of clubs yeah um so yeah so if you see so, me but out that's golfing, what I, yeah i'm trying to close a deal <laughs> Um, but these, that's what I mean. Like the fact that it's such a business. I went to school for for business. Okay, I, I was I was at DePaul. Um, I went for uh, finance and marketing, and oh, wow. part of the yeah yeah I guess like it's I don't know why I you know I okay that's a whole another thing, but I went um to school for marketing so. You, know, you you went to school. Oh, marketing was so. I'm so. I'm so glad I I uh, I did the marketing. You had to balance out the finance. The finance, yes, finance, yes. The, the fun of marketing. The fun of marketing and the projects and like, um, oh, just just the inside and like the scoop of it all. Like I lo- I loved the, I loved marketing. I loved marketing. I loved the classes. I loved the professors. The professors were super animated. I'm not sure about I, I don't know how your experience was, but I just noticed like my 
marketing professors were always just full of energy and just full of like you know just like I guess like I guess what um what I resonated with was like their the creative the the creativity that they sparked like I mean that they you know that they kind of um they were just they were just like very vibrant you know and they were just like open to ideas and you know and I guess I understand now why um, that resonated with me, you know, just like with the things that I do um, in my in, in my creative field, you know, so it makes sense now. But like, so, oh, so back to, yes, yes, yes. So, so like the golf thing. Okay. So um, part of the, so one of the classes I remember looking at, you know, when you're at your, with your academic advisor and you're sitting there and they're like, oh, this is what you need to do. And this is what you have to take. And then like golf was out. I'm like, I what the heck? I'm like, my academic advisor. really? I had good ones. I really did. What did you hate about it? I was just like, it sounds like you're just saying something that I could probably figure out on my own. Oh well, say some for some people it's difficult though, right? Come on. I I mean, like I'm like, if I look at the college, they have the list of what they want for me, right? So it's like, I just have to hit those expectations. Okay, you're just like, uh, I don't know why you're getting paid for this. I mean, I I, I don't (laughs) care about how someone else makes their money. That that's Mm -hmm. you know, make your money. Like, do you? But oh, was I, it was it like was it difficult like um, or was it just annoying that you had that we had to like meet with them and then figure is that what kind of like that I process? Don't really feel like you like I'm talking to you right now. I don't feel like you understand me. <clears throat> oh, and I see. Just like, like I was explaining how I've always been. I've always known that I was going to go to school for business. Yeah, like there was never. I maybe when I was like a freshman, I thought about being a doctor. Mm-hmm. I think for a little while. Yeah, me too. Being a, and I was actually not even gonna be a the doctor that I would probably be now, but I, I thought I would be like a plastic surgeon or something like that because oh. it's all nipped up. Okay. So I was like, no, I can do that. Live a little, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so okay. Oh, interesting. Helpful, or you know, doing anything, you know. No, that is helpful. I mean, Mm -hmm. like I have a chronic illness, so like you would Mm -hmm. think I would have the motivation to like go into you maybe trying to find a cure for my own illness, Mm -hmm. like becoming a hematologist that or a a diagnostician, you know, Mm -hmm. doing something along those lines. But that's not really what I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. But I've always kind of been obsessed with business. So I went to college and I say all that to say, like, so this lady is telling me because both of my grandfathers were engineers. And so mm-hmm. I've, I'm I'm a curious person. So I, I like to find information. I like yeah. to get different perspectives on things and just consume information. Mm-hmm. I like knowledge. I'm a knowledge seeker. Right. Mm-hmm. So she tells me that, like, I asked about engineering courses, and she was just like, oh, you're asking me about engineering courses. Maybe you're not sure about your future Mm. as much as you think or your major. I'm like, no, 
Okay. I want to take an intro class. Yeah. Like, as a, like an extra thing. Like I'm dead set on all these other classes. I, yeah. I'm asking about this. Like that's it. So, you know you're tried right. To put me in, like, you're a careers right. Class. Oh, what's like, a careers I'm, class? Where they like try to help you figure out what you want to be. Oh. <laughs> like I think this could be a good resource for you. I was like, no. Oh, you, you know what? You're you know what you're right. So she put you in the schedule for the careers, but didn't give you the engineering class that you wanted to check out. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, I could understand your frustration then with like so, the so. academic advisors. Yeah, yeah no, that, I know. Like... That's true. They do want to keep you in a box. Maybe when did you go? Okay, so where did you go to school? I only went to Harper. Okay. Okay. Are you familiar with William Rainey? Is it? College? Yeah. Rizal? Is that yep. Rizal? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not too far from there. Oh, really? my God. Yeah. I live in the Lake in the Hills. So I'm just okay. down Algonquin. I used to live in Lake in the Hills. No. Yeah. I used to live in Algonquin. I used to live. Um... No. Nobody lives in. <laughs> yeah. Nobody lives out here. Nobody well, lives I'll, out I'll here. You, you know, like right where the Myers is? Get out. <laughs> Okay, I live in those townhouses right back there. Wow, wow, you—that's two and a half minutes for me. Like I'm, I'm at Algonquin and um, in Randall, like I'm on Pyatt and Algonquin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You're like right down there. I think I actually had a buddy that used to live there. (laughs) That's insane. Nobody lives out here. Oh my god! I try to tell people like, oh, it's and it's so beautiful, isn't it? Isn't it just beautiful out here? Yeah, like it's, it's cool. How no, 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 no. It's there? beautiful. So, yeah, it, you know, like, um, they were kind of funny style with me. It was, yeah. it was a little weird. So, yeah, you, I, I you, think that's maybe why I was a little jaded towards, you know, you're saying like it's beautiful. I wasn't able to see it. I'm like, mm. it's, it was almost like this is about to go down. These well, it's interesting. Me. Yeah, because I did have an experience. I wrote about it actually in the other article, the one that's, uh, where are you from? No, where are you really from? Um, that's an article that I wrote that was inspired by an, like <laughs> a confrontation kind of a situation I had with someone at the grocery store. So I know what you're saying because, um, you know, I don't know if it's okay to say this, but like sometimes I joke around and I'm just like when people are like, where do you live? And I'm like, leak in the hills. And they're like, where is that? And I'm like, oh, it's white in the hills, you know, like it's just... <laughs> that's facts though it is facts come on man it's that's facts, facts. that's true yeah but <laughs> we speak truth to power on this podcast we're not scared oh of the truth, wonderful you know? yay yeah. oh that's yeah, exciting you know, speak your mind mm-hmm. free, you yeah know? yeah and so like the the whole the whole article is is inspired by you know it was just at the grocery store you know walking down the aisle <clears throat> I say, excuse me, this white gentleman turns around, not really a gentleman, just a man, I guess. Um, But he just turns around. He's like, oh, they can speak English, you know, and I'm just like, oh, man, it's about to go down. Like somebody back. Like, okay. I forget. the. (laughs) So I'm just like, excuse me, you know, what do you mean by that? And he's like, oh, these Mexicans. So first of all, it was like, it was was so ignorant, right? Because like he only, you know, he, he looked at me. And and thought Mexican, which was like, you know, the only brown he was probably familiar with ever in his whole entire life. I think, you know, um, or that people think you're 
something other than what you are. Yeah, yeah, and that's okay. Like that wasn't even the issue. Like people, I, I've gotten that. Like people, people think I'm usually like, you know, of Spanish descent, like Latin American descent or something, uh, and that's fine. The, the only thing is, was just he, he was so ignorant. You know, he was just like, mm-hmm. oh, these Mexicans, you know, and they could, you know, oh, he's they could speak English, you know. And I'm just like, oh man, you know. And then I'm like, I I stop right, and I and I turn to him, and I'm like, um. What do you, you know, what do you mean by, by they? And then he, he was just trying to get, and he was like, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Chicago. And he was like, no, I mean, where are you born? And I was like, yeah, I was born in Chicago. And then, you know, like, but he, you know, just trying to prove to me somehow that I'm foreign, you know, that I can't belong. I don't belong here. Just like, I, I know that was his, um, that was his attitude. And it was just, it was so ignorant. It was so unnecessary. And, and I, and so I do. I do hear you when you say, you know, people out here, some people out here. Um, I, I think it's, I don't, I don't feel that a, a lot now. Maybe it's it, there, maybe there's just more um, awareness or inclusion or diversity. I don't know. I wouldn't really say diverse yet, but maybe there's just more awareness. Um, because I'm of the opinion that people move out there to get away from diversity because that's oh. an excerpt rather than a suburb. You know, like, when you look at the suburbs, the suburbs are pretty diverse. And some people, and and also, it's it's just cheaper, to be honest. You know, I do think there's a financial, economic incentive for that far out. Particularly if you're not interested in going to the city often. Which actually isn't the case with you, because you do a lot of work in the city. I do a lot of work in the city. The city's not too far. It's like a drive. Really? (laughs) It was always a drive for me. I don't know. It's like 50. Oh, God. Okay, when you live out here, anywhere is a drive. Like, going to my, you know, going to, like, my, getting, like, a, you know, going to, like, McDonald's is a drive. But not, not really. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just okay with driving. I guess I get to listen to, like, pop. And I, I feel like the driving gives me time to think because um, maybe I don't get too much of that because I'm like, you know, there's, there's this constant, I'm just constantly jugg- juggling like everything that I do. And I feel like the drive gives me the time to, for sometimes I'm like, even um, if I have an event, I'm going over things in my head, like right, like on the drive, like the drive to the event, you know, where I'm just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is how we're going to intro. This is what I'm going to say. Like, honestly, like that's the only time I get. So maybe I, I, maybe I just enjoy driving. Um, and I just feel like I have like quiet time, you know, to myself in the car. <laughs> it sounds sad. Is it sad? I don't know if that's sad. Okay. You know, time to recharge and process. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things I like about driving, but mm-hmm. I do remember that drive from the city to Algonquin. It's and... beautiful. You get to see the cows and the horses and the field. <laughs> it's like, it's a scenic. Take on all that scenery. That... <laughs> It's a scenic I, drive. I have to be more like you when I grow up. You know? <laughs> I guess. I was just mm. looking at that mileage. Like, oh wait, it's you've been driving for forty-five minutes and still, and you're still twenty-five and you're still minutes. In the <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. The mileage. Yeah, I don't like the fact that I have all these miles on my car, but. I don't know. So, it's just I like, guess I started ignoring the cows. <laughs> Why did you ignore the cows? You I, can't ignore the cows and the horses. And the and, horses. And, and the, the fields stables, and the wildflowers. Yeah. Oh, the wildflowers. Come on. Come on. You the know, wildflowers. Just 
I should have just gotten out of my car one day and just recorded a music video. I'm just running through the, the grassy knolls and all that good stuff. With the sound um, the, the, yeah. yeah. That should have been, been me out there just dancing yep. and prancing around. And, well, next and time you're out here this way, I think Living we're just going to have to. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to have to do that. We're going to have to park on the side of Algonquin Road, get out in front of somebody's private property, and, you know, hopefully we don't get murdered or something. Yeah. <laughs> the cops. You know. Oh, but those cops shot. show up. Oh, those cops are, like, on it, though. They show up in, like, two. I don't know where they're hiding. But they're um, always hiding. In they're the always place. hiding. Right. The ba- it's, That's, it's, like, it's the easiest it's, place to get yeah. a ticket. It is. Going down Algonquin Road. Yes. Oh, my God. This is so funny. I had no idea that you lived out here. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> So, let me ask you this question. I, I've i heard that it's almost becoming, like, offensive to ask women the question how they feel about sexism or how they feel about equal pay. Because that's not a question that they would, that's not a question that's always being presented to their male counterparts. Mm. What do you think about that? I see. Okay. So I do, I do understand the, I do understand the need for the question. Um, I think we're, the more we talk about it, the more we talk, you know, the more we talk about it across various platforms um, and in, in different conversations, I do think that it, it helps in closing that gap. You know, I, I personally think, I I think um, we when we talk, especially when we talk about it with other women, um, you know, some are encouraged to go into their workplace and like ask for the raise they know they deserve, or you know what I mean. And and I think and I think any type of change, you know, starts like small and on an individual level. And so that's where, that's why I see. So I think the context of the question is important. Like who's asking me, you know, um, I, uh, I think intention is important with any question, you know, and I do see why people are uncomfortable with that because it's almost like, Hey, you know, I want to reject this fact. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm not sure if that's the type of situation that's going on with people getting offended with the question. Like, you know, I'm not going to even address the question because for me, it's something that shouldn't even exist, you know? And so, and so it's just like, I'm just going to like reject. So I, I, I get that too, you know, but honestly, like I think context and I think, um, intention, like, is important like if it's someone who's genuinely asking that like like you you know like you're you're asking me this question and i know i and i and i understand your context you know and and i'm comfortable having a conversation with you about it but so i guess yeah that would be my that would be my answer i i do think like conversation is important i think conversation may it brings about change so how what's like as a a man what's for and for all men what should our responsibility be in fighting sexism oh i think 
I think it's just speaking up and um, in, in, in any situation. So if you're in a meeting and you see that a female is like speaking, but she is, you know, no one's letting her finish or she's kind of being overpowered by the other males in the room. Like I've been in a situation where, um, you know, a man, a man is, is kind of like, just, uh, like, Hey, she, she's, she's still talking, you know, like I've heard that. And it just, it just like, all of a sudden you're just like, Whoa, like, and, and it, and it, and it feels nice. It shouldn't though. Right. Like I should have, I should have my time. Like when I'm speaking, I shouldn't have someone, a man advocate, you know, like advocating right. for me require an, advocate. I shouldn't. Yeah. And it, but, but, at the same time, what's happening, the other men in, and women in the room are are seeing that and they're just like, oh, you know, because and uh, so so that's happening, too. Like, yeah, I, I we shouldn't ha- you know, that shouldn't be we, we shouldn't be in these type of situations where, like, you know, you're being not quieted, but just dis- sometimes a little bit dis- it feels a little dis- like you're being dismissed. Um, so that that's happened. I've also seen. Uh, in situations like I, I think the other thing that men can do is stop giggling and like sharing memes and uh, uh, like, you know, just uh, ridiculous, ridiculous memes like uh, sexually objectifying women, you know, like stop it. Like it's not it's not funny. Like when they have these, oh, just disgusting, you know, images or or um. I don't know, just, just quote, you know, just jokes and, and, every, and, and, you know, I think, I think people are like, oh, you know, it's just a joke. But see, my problem with jokes is that, um, is that it becomes okay. Like what you're joking about it's becomes okay. the normalization of it all. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and so I would say that that would help immensely if, you know, your friend's trying to, like, send you a joke about a woman and just be like, hey, I don't I don't view women like that. I have respect for them. You know, I don't think that's funny. And I think people are so afraid. And this happened not um, not in the context of like a sexist um, situation, but someone that uh, that I work very closely with and I have respect for for the person. Um, you know, they they were kind of making fun of someone else. Um and I was just, you know, someone else started laughing and I just looked at him. I was just like, I don't think it's funny, you know? And then, and it, and it, he, it was totally like, he, he, he was kind of taken aback, like, whoa, you know, like, and I was just like, I'm, I'm not going to laugh. I don't think it's funny. And I think like, it's okay to say that in situation. You don't have to just laugh just because some, you know, just because someone cracked a joke. Like if it's disrespectful, if it's not, you know, and, and like, just, it's okay to just be like, Hey, I'm not, you know? And then I think the more we do that, the more we, we are, we're, we're less tolerant of like, you know, just, uh, uh, I think we're just more conscious. We should all be more conscious about, um, how we speak, what we speak about, um, who we're talking to, what we're talking, you know, like what we're talking about. I think we, we all just need to just be a little more conscious and, and put a little more effort into trying to be more respectful of everyone, you know, different people, different ideas. We don't have to agree. I don't hear, I don't have to follow what your, um, you know, your, what, how you think or, 
anything like that. But um, I do have to be respectful that you're an individual and you have your own viewpoints. And everyone comes like, how do we get to those to those, you know, like we we all come from such such varied, such beautifully diverse backgrounds, you know, and those backgrounds really shape our perception. They shape our ideologies. They shape our philosophies. And so we come and we bring that. And there's no way that a person can understand my philosophy if they haven't walked my life. You know, and so I think we just have to all be a little bit more respectful of each other's differences and and the, and that um, those differences, you know, just uh, means that we're going to be conducting ourselves in different ways. Not that one way is right or one way is wrong. It's just it's just going to be different. I like that. I think I think we all have to constantly work at that. Because mm-hmm. I, I know myself, I'm guilty of. You know, sometimes I'll just, you know, I'll laugh at something just to keep, you know, not to change the yeah. energy. You know, <laughs> yeah. always, you know, but sometimes I can just be like, no, here, we're going to, you know, it kind of depends on mm-hmm. if I feel like if I need to take a leadership position in this mm-hmm. situation or if I feel like, hey, I, I just need to kind of go with the flow on this. You know, mm-hmm. so just, um, kind of dealing with you know situational dynamics, but okay, I get that. But at the same time, like you know, when you can kind of could have stepped up to s- certain things, like I actually in high school, it, it's like I'm just gonna tell the story and not put okay. like parameters on it. Okay, but um, there was an incident where we um we're walking down the hallway and our high school actually had um i think all of the mentally challenged kids in the district oh okay and so we're walking down the special needs hallway um and one of the kids because it was like a shortcut um and one of the the kids uh, said the N-word. Oh, man. Okay. And my friend, who is also black, um, was about to fight the mentally challenged kid for saying the N-word. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so I had to, you know, kind of like stop and like, hey, bro, you can't do that. But, yeah. Like, yeah. But at the same time, yeah. But so, like... <clears throat> we kind of laughed about the situation after the fact, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I didn't use like PC terminology. I wasn't like, he's special needs. You can't do that. I'm pretty sure I said the, uh, the R word. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I may or may not have, I, I don't remember verbatim yeah. what I said, but um, so, and you know, to this day, like, when it's brought up that I, like, stopped him from doing that, um, you know, it, it's kind of done in a whimsical fashion. It's mm-hmm. funny. But it is it really funny, though? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a really, that's a, that's a, that's a cool example. That so, really is. Yeah. Cause there's a lot there. Really, there is a lot there. About, there's about a lot it. there on so many different levels. Yeah. Wow. That's an interesting example. Cause I think it's a perfect example. Kids said, get out of my way. Nigga. Oh man. 
Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So it was it was different and um yeah. you know, interestingly enough now, that same friend actually works with mentally challenged people and is very oh, good wow. at his job. Oh wow. So just life is full circle. Yeah. Wow. And, and shout out to my friend because uh you know, you know who you are, bro. We go through mm. our ups and downs and our challenges. We're mm. not always boys, but we are always brothers. And he's been mm. a big supporter, day one supporter of the podcast. Oh, that's beautiful. I appreciate you. That is beautiful. Nothing but love for you and the family, bro. Yes. And thank you for what you do, you know, like working with <clears throat> the the behavioral health work that I do is with kids with autism. Okay. And it's 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 hard work. It's hard work. Um I've moved into more of an admin role now. But um so just like shout out to your friend, honestly, because um we need to do more for our community. We need to do more for everyone in the community. Not just the people we can understand, you know. We need to do more about like being able to to help and being able to be more aware of the fact that we're all different like i like i i know i keep saying this but like we are so different in so many different in so many ways and sometimes we let that um just cause distance or like cause uh disconnect like disconnect and yeah um and i and i just i just think like as a community we should understand the responsibility that we have towards each other you know like I think I do better with physically um different people mm-hmm. than I do with me- the mentally challenged community. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I've never had that like sense of empathy or relate to that particular community. Okay, um, but you do with the yeah. I mean, yeah, all, and, the, and and yeah. Like I, I was never gonna be the guy to join best buddies, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. Um, yeah. And, but I, overall, I would say I'm an empathetic person, Yeah. but yeah. there's never just been that, like, you know, or, and, and I myself yeah. have like a learning difference. So, mm-hmm. um, but know. that's an interesting point that you make. I think we all can find our way or our calling or how, or how we're able to help, you know, because, you know, like you said, like, you know. With the, in, in your, with I would say the opposite for me. I think I I, I don't know. I, I don't think I would be much help to to let's say the physically disabled um, community uh, or the physically challenged community. I would um, do better with you know what I've exper- what I have experience in. Right. And What's so, but house? I'm sorry. What's in your wheelhouse? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's a, and and it's it's nice to explore that, right? It's nice to explore that, and it's nice to be able to to figure that out and then do what you can, you know, you don't, we can't do everything, but we have to do something. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you can just expand yourself a little bit and then someone else can expand themselves as well. And, yes. And then pretty soon you can cover different people and it's not everyone yes. doing everything for everyone. All the time. Exactly. Oh, cause that's yes. not sustainable. No, so. it's not. It's not sustainable. And we all have a responsibility. So yeah. with everything you have going on, how do you deal with stress? Like what are your stress management 
routines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I really think that's the dance fitness that I do. Honestly, it's like it's therapy. Like it's for me. I enjoy it so much. I've always enjoyed dance. I've always choreographed and and did all that as a younger um uh as a young adult like and um you know for for weddings things like that i was the one that was like choreographing and and getting people together and like okay you're doing this you're doing that so like that was something that i was always good at and i think like when i got older um i had you know there was less time for exercise i gained weight i had a lot of baby weight from for the pregnancies and that stressed me out i was not feel i was not in a good place you know i was not in a good place i was i was um just feeling very down and like bitter and you know um i'm i don't i'm not friends with the treadmill like we're just not friends we just don't get along you know and so i'm like okay i need to i need something else and so i tapped back into like the whole dance cardio it was nice because they have zumba um the place by me uh that that had zumba classes you know out in out where out in algonquin lake in the hills like you don't have a lot of options you know so the place that offered it closed down and then i'm like oh man and that just really bummed me out and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna get certified and i'm just gonna create my own routine and personalize it so i add bhangra because uh, um my parents are from pakistan my grandparents are from india you know so um i added uh i add some some bollywood and and bhangra into my routine and um that's one big way that i uh decompress is through the dance fitness and um the other thing is um i just like the writing helps me too the the writing helps me to be able to put everything that I have in my mind out on paper. And I just think like, even as you're, um, you know, it's almost like, it's almost like journaling therapy, you know, it's just like taking everything that's in your, on your mind and out and onto paper. So you can look at it so you can view it and it's not constantly, um, in your head, you know, speaking to you and talking to you and like nudging you and that sort of thing. So I think, I think that, um, yeah, it's, it's work. Like it's my, it's one of my jobs, like the writing and the dance fitness, but it's also a way for me to, to decompress too. And then of course, like sometimes, you know, like I, I try to, I try to plan, um, weekend getaways, just like, even if it's just something like, like a two day trip or something, um, here or there, uh, you know, I like to do that. I like to, um, you know, hang out with, with, friends have good conversations um that sort of thing but you have to make time for it i know it it sounds like it sounds like what everyone says but i <clears throat> i also think that sometimes we we get too caught up with that phrase like i don't have time i don't have time you know and then we really think we're restricted whereas if you just tell yourself like okay this is where i have the time to do this I think it's just a more um, productive approach to like the concept of like time and what you can do with your time. You so know? leveraging your time, trying to own time. <clears throat> yes, and you can do it. I just think we're just like to like walk around and like I'm so busy, I don't have time. You know, like I think it's like one of those things. It seems like everyone is so busy all the time now. 
Yeah, but it's just you keep telling you I'm too busy. You know, I'm too busy. I'm too. I mean, yeah, we're all but busy. But I, I don't feel like a lot of people are that busy, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think like, people I, are just I can actually say like you're a busy person. You have <laughs> a multitude of different things going on. Mm. Um, but but it would never be like if someone came to me and was like, oh, you know, I'm thinking of this. Do you have time for a conversation? Like, yeah, I do have time for a conversation. Let's talk. You know, let's meet. Let's discuss. Let's plan. Let's see what we can do. I think people need to stop. Uh, I think it's more of um, for some people. I do see, when they say that. I think they do want to feel uh, more important. Um, I think that's what it's what what it, it's synonymous with is like this feeling of like I'm so important. I'm so busy. You know. Um, and I just think it's a lazy. I think it's being lazy, like towards. Um, or I, I think actually they're limiting themselves from like opportunities and engagements and connections and, and um, you know, other things. I think we can, I don't know. I just think we have to, I think we should respect time. I think, so, I don't, I don't think we show respect uh, to time. I think people take it for granted sometimes too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. No, I think I'm just, like, I just, I just, don't like the way people talk about time sometimes i think it's disrespectful you know they, they I, I feel like some people think they own it you know but i think what people forget is like um where time is living alongside us you know and uh and the way to feel like it expands or contracts is by showing time respect and like i don't know if that makes any sense but it's just it's just like a value that I have. I think I don't I don't know if I'm making any sense. So I apologize. Sense. Okay. Sense. Okay. Definitely good points. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's just like we need to have a a more productive relationship with time. Yes. Just show yeah. more respect, man. Like we don't own it. You know, we don't own time. We don't own the seconds. We don't own the days. And then it's like. And then I I just don't like how we have to limit ourselves with like, you know, oh, I have an hour, you know, I have an hour. But, but uh, like, but I do understand how that works. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, we have jobs nine to five or whatever. You know, we have this is bedtime. That's, but I just, I, I think we, we, we sometimes forget that time is on our side. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Time is on our side. I don't, I, you know, we're not working against time. I, I kind of almost feel the opposite, though. Really? I don't think time is on anyone's side. I feel like time, yeah. time is, time is something that is like the great equalizer. Like, mm. you have to make the most out of time, or it's <clears throat> gonna go away. Like, you know. How we but isn't that a lot of pressure, earlier. though? Like, isn't that a lot of? Isn't doesn't that put a lot of pressure? I mean, I think it does, but I think it's just about, to me, it's like almost respecting the challenge of it all. Like, it's Mm, very easy for you to waste time and not be, Mm. not being um, cognizant of it all. Okay. Like, gotcha. Like, right now, I know that I really. I had planned for October and November to be the main months where I write the uh, Trep Life book, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm still doing episodes of the podcast, so I'm a little behind schedule where I mm-hmm. want to be. And um, 
getting these last episodes done, like, I just know my mind is all over the place and I'm kind of just like super scattered mm-hmm. and I need to be more deliberate about how I utilize my time to get okay. everything done that I want to accomplish. You know? Okay. Okay. Just like we said, some of us have 2020 planned out, you know? <laughs> some of us. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. <laughs> but Only one of us. Only one of us in the- <laughs> on this phone call. On this phone call. <laughs> on this podcast. On the episode. podcast episode. No, 2020 is not on my mind. It's not there. Come on, like we're still like 2019. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I am. So I'm you're just business. you're no you're just enjoying <laughs> and basking in the <clears throat> the fullness and the richness of 2019. Yes, yes, and I the am. 2019 experiences. Yes, I in am. The present, living in the present. We don't which have is something the I struggle with. You know, so. Mm-hmm. That's you so know, interesting. My thoughts on time, you know, with that perspective. <laughs> that's an interest. That's it's so interesting how the perspectives are different, and it's and I think it like it makes sense. It makes sense for who you are and what you need to do. You know what I mean? Um, I think I think that's that's important to to keep in mind too. Like for me, like my present is very is is my whole life. You know, I think especially as a mother, especially as a parent, especially as like someone like trying you know working in talk just trying to like execute what i'm doing at the moment you know what i mean so i think i think it's all relevant i guess is what i'm trying to say <clears throat> and i think we're essentially saying the same thing like, yeah i think, I think we're, we are yeah 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 <laughs> i think we're just starting on at it from different yes different origin yes. points maybe uh-huh uh-huh but like we would meet in the middle i guess yeah yeah i do i feel the same way that's cool that's very awesome so with how many different projects you have going on how do you maintain interpersonal relationships um they are very important to you i would say like my we touched upon this when we're talking about time but just presentness like honestly if i'm talking to you right now like i'm talking to you right now I'm not thinking about what I need to do after I'm off of the podcast call. I'm not thinking about what I need to do tomorrow. I'm not thinking about X, Y, Z. Like, and I, and this, and it took me a while to master this really because, um, and I'm still working on it. Don't get me wrong. Like, don't get me wrong, please. Like I'm, you know, I was just having this conversation with, um, with a colleague today and I was like, no, I need you to mastered it. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. I need to go back to my planner. Like, I I had started this planner and uh, it helped. And I think I was like, oh, I got this, you know, like when you get over overconfident and then like, like the universe kind of just kicks you down and like, no, calm down. Like, don't get, don't get all sassy with, with, uh, with what you don't own. But um, so I need to go back to the planner for a little bit because there, the, it has been feeling a little bit overwhelming. Um, but whenever it does feel overwhelming, I pause and I kind of, and I just like, I'm like, okay, what is going on? So I think like addressing how you're feeling uh, mentally, emotionally, physically is very important. Like, and if you're not in a good place, like physically, you're not going to be in a good place. Mentally, you're not going to be in, go- in a good place emotionally. And that's not going to help you in whatever you're trying to do. So I think presentness for me and also just trying to be in a healthy place um, spiritually, 
emotionally, mentally, physically, because I know when I'm not aligned and I'm off in one of those categories. So I think, I think you, we know ourselves, we know what helps us and we know what doesn't. And sometimes we want to find excuses and just kind of sit on the, on the, on that pity pot, like for a little bit, like, Oh, you know, Oh man, poor me. Or, you know, um, and, and, and I think, I think, maybe it gives you a little bit of a fix at the time, but it really doesn't help you in, in the long run and like what you actually need to get done. Because unfortunately, you know, the things that you need to get done are still there. Like you still got to get those things done. Like, so why not spend less time on the pity pot and, you know, actually like um, reflect on like what it is you're feeling and how you can help yourself. You know, I think we sometimes um, I, I just, I, I, and I had to practice this because I, I think I I wasn't, I didn't realize how much I could help myself. Uh, and it just, how it's you put the power in your own hands. Yeah. Just like, you know, like relying on your sources and resources, but understanding that you are what you need for yourself, you know, and you're your the, own best option. You're your own best option. You're your own lifeline. Really? Like you do need people. You do need support. And that's what I mean when I say like, okay, when I'm, when I'm talking to someone, we're having a conversation, like I'm in that moment, like we're having a conversation and it's, and this is all that, that, that is going on right now, you know? And, and, um, just, just trying not to, so I, I'm, I do multitask, but I try to keep focus, I guess you could say, I don't know. And like I said, like, this is just something I'm I'm working, I'm still working on, you know? I haven't mastered it, but it feels nice to know that you can try. And that was my struggle was I'm like, oh, I, can't, I won't be able to do that. I won't be able to do that, that and that. And then I figured out a way like, yeah, I'm going to dedicate this amount of time to this and this amount of time to that and this amount of time to that. And maybe I'll do it all in one day. I'm not I'm not trying to overlap. So if I'm trying to do this, I'm, I know if I'm going to if I'm going to try to start you know, project planning on the next thing, it's going to interfere with my thought process on, you know, what I'm writing or, or what I have to post, you know, like the, the next post. So I just try to try to keep each thing separate, but giving it its due time. And then knowing, um, telling myself, like, it's okay to come back to it, you know, at, a, at, a, at another time. And, and, um, and yeah, I think, I think that's what's, was helped me with the I know the question was about the interpersonal relationships but I think it's just like presentness and addressing each thing with like due diligence and that the and attend and, and undivided attention I like that <laughs> I could definitely learn some lessons from you about how to be present <laughs> presentness and i'll try to think about 2020 just because you brought it up i promise yeah (laughs) you should check out uh one of our earlier episodes on time i'll send you that link oh please do yeah okay have a whole little you know but yeah yes fourth quarter of the year q4 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. finish strong yes that's the plan um I, before I know we're closing in on time here, mm-hmm. but um, I wanted to um, briefly touch on someone that we both know and how we actually connected. Um, Asta! Asta! Oh my god! 
how how like how bright is she like you know we're talking about like positive like oh man she's like the epitome of like positive like honestly i will if i'm having a down like you know if i'm feeling down i will like go to her instagram i will check out her story because she always has some message and you know and that's like that takes a lot of time so let's just like shout out to her for for doing that for other people because social media yeah for social for for her followers for anyone she just really you know it's like man like getting on your story thinking about what you're going to say it takes time i know like and you know too because you're you know like when you're when you're doing these things and trying to put out messages like positive messages you know what you know it takes it takes time so so she's amazing and what she does and it really is all heart like anytime you open up her feed it's just that's all you're getting and i just i'm so glad we connected um we actually connected at uh, oh my gosh she came to my um so sometimes i do a uh, zumba for an organization uh, muslim american leadership alliance and so she actually they're a non-for-profit so she actually came to my zumba bhangra <laughs> and she and it was so much fun that's where we connected and then i um she came out to the mompreneur event that i was on the panel for and then I went to her vision board um, manifestation um, women's retreat and uh, we've just been um, kind of just like kind of we've just uh, are are just part of each other's uh, social circle which is amazing she's 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 an amazing person and you guys are are going to to that event there's something coming up isn't it isn't it yeah on the 15th yeah. yeah let me know how it goes definitely um and you know prayers out to you know you and you know that everything that oh thank you yes yes i appreciate it yeah my mom's surgery i do appreciate that thank you it's okay it's it's okay okay. well yeah i know i i i could tell you were trying you know you were trying to be respectful and i of like private information i do appreciate it no she is she's having surgery that day i would have joined you guys um, and I do appreciate the prayers, and I'm glad that it's public. I, we could use pray- we all could use prayers, honestly. So, everybody, just bring it in. Yeah, you know, my mom is um a very important person. Uh, she is my number one. Um, she's always going to be the strongest woman I've ever known. You know, and and um, you know, so her health and and all of that is important to me. I, I appreciate the prayers so much. Thank you. Thank you. Most definitely. Well, um, I have two last questions for you. All right. We head out. Um, do you have any books you recommend? And um, tell us about your podcast before we let you go. Oh, yes. Okay. So books that I recommend. Man, everyone just like, you know books are books are a journey and like people I I, I, yeah I I mean like I love Toni Morrison like she has done things for me um that no other author um has and so I you know I would just recommend all of her books like I think she's the she's the one author who um I've read um almost all of their books I would say yeah 
Uh, so, but like I said, like, you know, I don't like to do that, like, recommendation thing, because I just feel like, you know, people are reading for different reasons. And what speaks to me, my genre is not going to be the same, you know, it's not going to be the same for someone else. Um, but I do, I do, like, Toni Morrison would be the person that I'm just like, you know, you can learn, like, she taught me how to write, honestly, you know, and um, with the podcast, yeah, so we have a woman nature. And we have Sincerely Us. Sincerely Us is more of our personal project. And we love to have guests. So we've had like spoken word artists, that sort of thing on the show. Um, but of Woman Nature is where we are talking about um, more global issues, I think, and issues that kind of talk about um, just the uh, things that we are passionate about, but things that we are wanting to bring awareness to um we had a fashion blogger as guest on a woman nature who talked about like uh ethical fashion and how the how the brands that we know are exploiting people all over the world and you know just um um we should you know how we should be more aware of like the brand so 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 that's of woman nature um but Thank you. Thank you for, for listening and thank you for for having me share that information. Um, I think it's fun, you know, and we... We, uh-huh. we want more episodes of both. Okay, all right. It is in the words. Yes, it yeah. is. We... <laughs> the people have spoken. They told me that I can't <laughs> let you get off the podcast without saying that to you. So. Oh, you man. Know. Okay, well, you know what? 2020 no I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah gonna, 2020. <laughs> no no actually 2019 how about that oh wow, wow. yes way to, way to <laughs> own the time and being respectful <laughs> of it and you know it's happening now it's happening yeah yep <laughs> i will definitely let you know we are we are in the process of of, of working on our next episode and shout out to you for doing this i mean episode 50 like nearing episode 50 it's a lot of work. People do not understand. People don't know. So, so thank you. Thank you for, for um, you know, wanting to share our stories and wanting to listen and wanting to put it out there for other people, too. Thank you. So I lied. I have two more questions for you. Okay. <laughs> but quick questions. Sure. So do you have – I've asked you a lot of questions since we've been on the podcast – do you have any questions for me? Yeah. What drives you? What drives you and what you do? Well, um, I think for me, I can't really see myself doing anything else. Mm-hmm. And even trying to achieve happiness. So I don't even, mm. I'm not what most, I want to consider myself like a happy person, like, you know, I just try to be like positive and, you know, speaking to others, but I'm not just like radiating happiness all the time. That's not the like space I stay in, you know, um, which is, you know, something I'm trying to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the questions that was asked to me during this time was by Christina on um, Tina during our episode together. I think it's like episode 22, 23, something like that. I forget. Mm-hmm. But she asked me, did I love myself? And she's like, you have to be honest, though. 
before she asked me that, right? And, you know, mm. I kind of told her, like, I, I would probably say I don't, but, you know, that's because, like, I compare myself to what I know I could, my own potential versus where I know that I could have been and, um, you know, where I used to be and, you know, how maybe now I'm, uh, you know, a slightly less version of myself. So I'm just like driven by, Mm -hmm. I would say like my own ambition, but also um, insecurities. And I, I generally have a, I genuinely have a vision that I want to create a better pathway for people. Mm. You know, I'm kind of want to be a, a change maker in the world. Okay. That's so beautiful. You should love that about yourself. You should love you should love the things that you do. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> oh, sorry, <laughs> listeners. Your your um. health is a paramount to us here. Wow. So oh, I hope that that I hope that that you, that's something that um, loving yourself is something that you um, are going to do in 2020. <laughs> not yes. to like, not no, to. I'm going to start. I'm going to take your line. I'm going to start in 2019. <laughs> three, three more months. Yes. How about I do more of what you do and you do more of what I do in 2019? How, How about, about that? that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2019 to close it out. We're, we're going to emulate each other. <laughs> I love it. Oh, no. You have to love yourself. You're an amazing individual. You do things for others. You you inspire us to, like, want to talk about, you know, because sometimes you're in, like, the whole motion of things that you don't even realize, like, what you're doing. Like, like after I told you what I, you know, my the intro to the podcast, and I told, you know, and the one thing that you just said was, like, is there something that you don't do? But I've never viewed my, I've never thought that, like, in my head. Like, I never looked at what I did and was like, whoa, that's a lot of stuff. Like, no, I just... Yeah. I just, just do what doing I do. it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and the it, way it, I feel. Like, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just another day at the office, you know? It's just yeah. my life. But, do, but give yourself the same attention that you give us, I would say. That would be my advice, you know? And, like, give yourself the same admiration that you give us, you know? You, know, you got. I feel like it's easier to give compassion to others than it is. For it is. Them. It is. It is. But, however, however, in order to be able to do that even more, you got to give it to yourself first, you know, give it to yourself first is what I would say. And you, you, the, it already comes out of you so naturally, like the compassion and the empathy and the listening ears and like the admiration, those are things that you already have inside of you. And so um, it wouldn't be a problem for you to do more of it. And you already are. But uh, when you give it to yourself, I think that, um, that bank is full. You know what I mean? Like the, the internal bank is full. And when the internal bank is full is when like you make those big moves, you know? And I feel like you fill up that internal bank, you're going to get that book done, you know? And I know you're thinking November is too soon, but give it to yourself. And I just, I feel like I have this, I don't know, this intuition. I, I'm a mom. I have a sixth sense of things but like (laughs) everyone (laughs) listen to your moms (laughs) 
Yes, listen to your moms, man. Listen to your moms. <laughs> clean, up, clean your room. Clean your room. Wipe down clean. the countertops. Damn Wipe down countertops. <laughs> Keep taking out the garbage. What else? <laughs> Pick up after yourselves, please. Put Wanna your dishes in the sink. Yes. Sons <clears throat> always want to be the best sons for their mother. Secret. <gasps> Oh my gosh, thank you for sharing that. So deep down, even if we don't like it, we'll do it. Just (laughs) that is such a sweet thought. Thank you for sharing that. See what I mean? Like you just gave me a whole new perspective on like the reason my son does things and maybe the reason why he doesn't. (laughs) But like you just gave me that. See what you just did? That's beautiful. You got to love yourself for being able to, like, you know, help help me see, view, like, my son's actions in a different way. I'm always going to remember that now. And it's something that you, you gave to me. So I hope you, I hope you have admiration for, for being able to do that for someone, especially we've, a mother. We've come full circle on this episode, you know? Yes. We went from uh, campaigning it. for no cleaning. <laughs> To revealing secrets, to switching sides, to, you know, giving up <laughs> private, yeah. classified information. Classified information. Unlike the ways the son's mind works. So, now I know. I know all. You know all now. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you always did, but now you just, you received some confirmation, right? <laughs> Thank then, you. Last question. Mm-hmm. Well, last two-part question mm-hmm. is um will you come back on the trap life podcast i sure will okay mm-hmm. and the second part is will you come to the trap life conference in 2020 tra- yes when is it oh do you um, know or when yeah we're, we're just... thinking summer of 2020 we're and planning. where will it be will it be um, it's somewhere in Chicago. Yes, I'm the Chicago there. area, I should say. It might not. I be am there. I am yeah. there. Yes. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I might be able to convince her trap stars to actually be, you know, involved as a panelist or something like that. So yeah, yeah. how speaker. awesome would that be? Yeah. I'm in. I'm all for it. Good stuff. Good stuff. And I'm and prayers for you and what you're trying to do. Honestly, I think um, any of this type of work is is just it's grueling. You know, it's constantly there's a lot of planning. There's a lot of thought. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of energy. Not that not saying that other people don't experience that, but I just want to like shout out to like you, you know, like you were doing shout outs to everyone else. So shout out to you for all that you do, honestly. Well, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to close this out with um, saying something from your faith? Oh, um, something new for the audience. You know, something fresh. Okay. Because I, I was gonna say. Uh, Alaikum salam, alam salam. Oh yeah, salam alaikum. Yes, that is. That's the greeting. That's it's the greeting of peace. Basically, what it means is, yeah. is peace unto you. Um, and yeah, I would, I would, yeah, I would say assalamu alaikum. I would say, um, 
um, the better we, the more we try to understand each other, I think the more um, we can be comfortable in our world. And I do feel like all of the, all of the turmoil is just caused by lack of empathy, really. And um, so I guess that's something that that's important to me in my faith. Like that's something that my faith teaches me and I've kind of internalized and it's one of my personal values. And so that's what I would share with everyone is just like, let's, let's just like view each other with those empathetic lenses and, um, and let's see how, how, how different um, our interactions will, can be, you know, and how, and how, I don't know, we could just expand expand our hearts, expand ourselves, and we're able to encompass so much, you know? Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you well, again for having me on. And um, uh, I really enjoyed the conversation. I wasn't expecting a lot of, uh, a lot of it <laughs> at all, actually. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it, was, it was a lot definitely of... Definitely not the conversation that I planned, <laughs> but we were present. Right. Yes. Oh, I tricked you. See, this yeah. is all. Oh, this is the ploy the entire yes. time. Yes. Well, <laughs> I was thinking about 2020. You were thinking about. I'm like, no, I'm gonna keep him the right here. Podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna keep him Saturday, October. What day is it today? Oh my god! I don't even know. Become what... a presence coach. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh my god! Thank Power you. Yep. Thank you. I'm going to do a whole talk on it. So you already got it planned out for you. Trap life in the present. Yes. <laughs> well, we wish you peace right. and prosperity Thank and you. productivity from the Trap Life podcast. Thank Alhamdulillah. you. Thank you. Wa Take care. Take care. Blessings. Thank you. Hi, I'm Dr. Heidi from Coaching with Dr. Heidi. My mission is to provide hope, healing, and freedom for those whose lives have been affected by toxic relationships, emotional abuse, and narcissistic behavior. If you or someone you know may be living or dealing with a relationship that may be unhealthy for them, go to coachingwithdrheidi.com and take the toxicity profile analysis to see how toxic traits of others may be affecting you. You can also follow me on Facebook or Instagram coaching with Dr. Heidi. And also I have my own podcast on all the major platforms called It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Let's stay connected. You deserve to understand your situation.